This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, September 17th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Montana Senator Max Baucus has released his flavor of health care reform. In short, you buy insurance or else, and insurance companies sell it to you or else. It also includes hundreds of billions of dollars in new taxes and fees. And Democrats may even try to sell the plan as one that enhances choice and competition. Cato Institute senior fellow Mike Tanner, co-author of the book Healthy Competition, comments. Well, first off, we still don't know a lot of details. Uh, While this is billed as the Baucus bill, there is no legislative language. What we actually have is a 223-page summary of what he hopes the bill will ultimately uh, include. Uh, That said, we do know it includes an individual mandate. That is a requirement that everyone must buy health insurance uh, of at least a minimum standard, And if they don't, there's a fairly substantial penalty. Uh, The fine is as much as, I believe, $3,500 for a family of four. So that's a significant hit for the average family if they don't participate. And, of course, it does also include a guaranteed issue requirement that says insurers must sell health insurance to people regardless of their health insurance status, uh, something which is almost certain to drive up the cost of health insurance for the young and healthy. What options do insurers have to avoid being forced to issue policies to people that they wouldn't issue policies to uh, if they were free to choose their customers? Well, insurers can always get around this sort of thing. You put your uh, uh, insurance office on the 12th floor of a walk-up or something with no, you know, unworking elevators, you offer a lot of uh, health care club memberships, things like that, in order to get young, healthy people in. There's always a way around these sort of restrictions. Uh, but in the end, what they're going to do is pass on the cost, the added cost, and that means that young, healthy people are going to pay more. What can be argued is good about this bill? Well, this is uh, an improvement uh, over the House bill, certainly, or the Senate Health Committee bill. Now, that's a pretty low bar we're talking about. But still, they have dropped the controversial uh, government-run public option. Uh, The bill includes uh, co-ops, but they're pretty weak co-ops. They're essentially uh, federal grants to people who want to start up co-ops in their states. Uh, So that looks like a significant improvement. And the bill actually uh, takes maybe the first tentative steps towards allowing uh, cross-state purchasing. Uh, It would allow, for example, states to enter into compacts to allow insurance to be sold in in their multiple states. And it would also allow the creation of national insurance products that would be exempt from state-mandated benefits and could be sold anywhere in the country. Now, we need to be a little bit cautious and wait to see the details of this because you could just simply be shifting insurance regulation from the state capitals to the federal government, which would not be a good thing. But at least it seems to be some sort of recognition of an issue that the Cato Institute and others have been trying to raise for some time. One of the chief benefits of allowing consumers to purchase uh, health insurance beyond the borders of their state is that the actual regulatory regimes of states would have to compete with one another for customers, right? Well, that's right. And we don't know what degree these compacts would squeeze that out. Or if you had federal insurance regulation, whether it would simply incorporate most of the state regulation. And so you wouldn't get the cost savings, we hope. Uh, on the other hand, uh, you know, it, it could be a recognition that uh, we need more competition at the state level, and that's a good thing. It seems incredibly disingenuous for a lawmaker uh, to talk about cutting programs that Congress has been completely unsuccessful in cutting for the last few decades. In fact, the programs have grown dramatically over that time. 
uh, $500 billion plus of the uh, costs associated with the Baucus plan are from cutting precisely those programs. Well, yes. Once again, uh, we're going to cut $500 billion worth of fraud, waste, and abuse from the Medicare program, uh, something we've been doing, I guess, since uh, Ronald Reagan and uh, haven't had a whole lot of success doing. Uh, we should also note that the Baucus bill also imposes some significant taxes on the middle class. There's a 35% excise tax on insurers for selling plans that have a value of more than $8,000 for an individual, $21,000 for a family. Uh, that cost, that, that excise tax, will almost certainly be passed through in the form of higher premiums. And probably close to about half uh, of Americans could be impacted by that uh, tax increase, a hidden tax increase, if you will. Mike Tanner is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and co-author of the book, Healthy Competition. Learn more about free market alternatives to Obamacare at Cato.org.